Attention passengers, we ask that you please fasten your seatbelts at this time and secure all baggage underneath your seat or in the overhead compartments. Flyover Country with Scott Jennings is prepared for takeoff. I'm Scott Jennings, and here's my latest comment. Now, I know that oral arguments can be deceiving, but it sure seems like the U.S. Supreme Court has at least five votes to throw out Roe versus Wade. This revelation, of course, has sent the American left and the media into an absolute frenzy. Apparently, when things don't go their way, the very stability of our governmental institutions is at stake. All the crazy talk started from the bench itself. During oral arguments in Dobbs about Mississippi's 15-week abortion ban, liberal justice Sonia Sotomayor made a speech fit for a, well, a politician. She questioned the continued legitimacy of the branch of government in which she serves. Quote, Will this institution survive the stench that this creates in the public perception that the Constitution and its reading are just political acts? I don't see how it's possible, Sotomayor breathlessly said. One of the nine most powerful lawyers in America thinks it isn't, quote, possible for the Supreme Court to, quote, survive unless it upholds abortion forever and ever. Hinged, totally hinged, I know. Following the arguments, radical liberal representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez of New York joined in the fun. On Twitter, unfling a string of false invective and historical stupidity that ended with a real threat. Here is AOC's tweet thread. Reminder, she says, that Brett Kavanaugh still remains credibly accused of sexual assaults on multiple accounts with corroborated details and... This year, the FBI admitted it never fully investigated, yet the court is letting him decide on whether to legalize forced birth in the U.S. No recusal. Out of nine justices, three were appointed by a man who tried to overthrow the U.S. government and elected via minority. Those three will decide whether the U.S. will legalize forcing people to give birth against their will. Legitimacy requires consent of the governed They are dismantling it, Ocasio-Cortez said in her rant. Let's unpack all of this. First, all of the Supreme Court justices were appointed by a man, including the ones Ocasio-Cortez presumably likes. Second, Kavanaugh was never credibly accused of anything, and no details of the nutso allegations against him were ever corroborated. Third, he is a member of the Supreme Court, legitimately confirmed by the Senate. So yes, I suppose they are letting him decide the case because, you know, he showed up for work that day. Three justices were indeed appointed by President Donald Trump, who, it is true, did not receive a majority of votes in the 2016 election. He won 46% in route to 304 electoral college votes. President Bill Clinton, of course, earned just 43% of the vote in 1992 before appointing Stephen Breyer to the bench in 1994. Should Stephen Breyer have recused himself? Well, that's fine with me. In fact, let's go back in time and strike all of his decisions from the record. According to AOC, that's what we should do. Finally, Cortez's threat that she, as one of the governed, would not give her consent to a Supreme Court that displeases her is an attack on the Constitution itself. An elected official trying to sideswipe the constitutional order because they didn't personally like the outcome produced by one of its institutions, is quite a chilling threat. Where have I heard this before? Can't quite put my finger on it. 
dangerous criticism isn't just coming from backbenchers like AOC, though. When the Supreme Court considered a Louisiana abortion law last year, Senator Chuck Schumer, now the majority leader, took aim at sitting justices by name in a press conference on the courthouse steps. They would, quote, pay the price if impartial justice didn't bend Schumer's way. Not to be outdone, the media, of course, has joined the dog pile. Prominent voices ranted about the fact that the Senate exists and that it dared to confirm three justices during Trump's presidency. Quote, The three, confirmed by senators representing less of the country's population and who had received fewer cumulative votes than those who opposed the nominations, wrote Philip Bump in the Washington Post. Now, this is a dumb trope deployed ad nauseum by the smarter-than-you media types and the Democrats who are tired of losing but can't figure out how to win. Bump continues, quote, The Senate similarly rewards less populous, more rural, and more Republican states with disproportionate power. The Constitution, of course, set up the Senate to represent the interests of the states, regardless of their rural or urban nature, population, or anything else. Each state gets two, and the body is entrusted with confirming Supreme Court justices. But while we are on the subject, why does Bernie Sanders of Vermont, a small rural state with a population of just 623,000, get as much say as, oh, I don't know, Ted Cruz, who represents 29 million Texans? It's an outrage. I think Cruz should get at least 46 and a half times as many votes as Bernie, don't you? Finally, the polls. Oh, the polls. The entirety of the left wails about the supposed popularity of abortion as an argument for why a legal case should be decided a certain way. Ask yourself, is this really the standard you want for American jurisprudence? Of course not. However, if abortion is so popular, the left should have no trouble at all winning virtually every election at every level of government in the upcoming midterm. The very people who repeatedly sounded the alarm about American institutions ever since Donald Trump came down his escalator are shaking the very foundations of those same institutions, and all because they were presented with the possibility of an outcome they may not like on an issue that apparently means more to them than any other, the ability to kill viable children for the sin of having been conceived but not born. If the Supreme Court strikes down or significantly alters Roe, it will be a validation of institutional strength in our democracy. The 1973 decision was invented out of whole cloth. There is no mention of abortion in the Constitution, despite what the left wants you to believe. There is no secret pro-abortion message embedded in the 14th Amendment, the fig leaf which covers the naked power and money grab by the abortion lobby and its political supporters. Roe stands among the worst decisions in Supreme Court history, deserving to be tossed upon the ash heap next to Dred Scott, Plessy, and others. The political questions of abortion can be sorted out by our political institutions in Washington and in state capitals across the country, which are run by politicians who are elected and therefore responsive to the people. If you believe in institutional strength, then believe in this Supreme Court's legitimacy and in its chance to right a historical wrong by sending the question of abortion back to its proper political venues. And you should reject those on the left who are waging a damaging assault on our constitutional order with their irresponsible, anti-institutional rhetoric. 
I'm Scott Jennings. Thanks for listening to my latest comment. We hope you're enjoying Flyover Country with Scott Jennings. Please subscribe. Please give us a five-star rating. Please send it to your friends. Please put it on social media. We're trying to spread the message out there that we can have civil discourse and responsible conversation in American political affairs. Thanks a lot for listening. Flyover Country with Scott Jennings is a production of Bluegrass Media Lab, coming to you from the heart of Middle America, Louisville, Kentucky. If you like what you heard, subscribe to Flyover Country on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. Five-star reviews will help us keep making the content that you love. To find my latest television hits, columns, and other commentary, go to scottjenningsky.com. And you can also find me at Scott Jennings KY on Twitter and Facebook. Thanks for listening and talk to you soon. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure your seat backs and folding trays are in their full upright position. Cabin crew, please take your seats for landing and thank you for choosing Flyover Country with Scott Jennings. 